You're listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. I love that. When you hear this. <laughs> and it could go south very quickly, which is why we have to know what fights we're supposed to enter into. Yeah. If you're seeing abuse, you have to say something. If not for your own job, for the protection of those who are going to be coming up behind, that's how we'll shift culture. Welcome back to Words of Life. I'm Bernie Dake. And once again, joined this week by Natalie Runyon. Hey, it's good to be back. Natalie, it feels like family. Yes, Welcome we are. Home. <laughs> we are. We've been talking about your ministry race to stay, and I'm excited to share with our listeners that on July 4th, 2023, this new book, Race to Stay, is coming out. And you'll want a copy. In fact, we may have some information about how you can get a free copy right here at Words of Life. Natalie, in the sixth chapter, you write, don't let your Judas keep you from your Jesus. And I want to unpack that. That seems like a provocative thought. It was the first chapter of the book I wrote. Wow. Because it was the the closest to me at the time. I mean, this entire ministry started because at 40, I found myself under yet another leader who was unhealthy, spiritual abuse, possibly even church abuse, if we mm. really wanted to unpack it. And that's what made me want to quit at 40. I mean, 40 years, I told the Lord, this just feels like a good holy number to tap out. If Mm -hmm. I'm going to tap out, 40 years feels like the time to do it. And I just remember all the times that I wanted to quit because of this one person. Mm -hmm. But every single time the Lord reminded me that he sat at this table with Judas, you know, at this, this Lord's supper, and he broke bread with the one he knew was going to betray him. And yet it didn't keep him from doing the thing God had asked him to do, which was go to the cross and save us and get up out of that grave. And was I actually going to let my abusers keep me from doing the thing I knew God was asking me to do? Mm. And the whole scripture rubs me wrong because Judas is sitting there and Jesus tells them all like, one of you is going to betray me. And Judas is like, is it me, Lord? And it's like, shut up. Yes, it's you. Like what you acted like. But this is like sitting in a staff meeting And you're sitting around a table and there's the one person who's the abuser at the table holding their scone and their Starbucks. Mm. And everybody thinks everything they do is so great. And you're over there fuming because you know they're not. And how do we sit in the tension of that on church staff, knowing we have an abuser in our midst, knowing we have a betrayer in our midst, heck, even a Peter having a denier in our midst. Yeah. And how do we continue on mission without letting those people stop us or make us quit? I feel like there should be a rooster crow somewhere in this episode. <laughs> so that'll be something for later when we do the sound design that you'll be amazed I love by that. when you hear this. <laughs> I think for me, it's hard to imagine being in that position where you are subject to an authority that you have no respect for. And I want to be careful because we're not trying to out the big C church. We're trying to encourage people that have accepted a call in their life to full-time ministry to give them some resources to deal with these types of things in a godly way, which means loving, but it also means direct. Absolutely. And I think 
for a lot of us who grew up in the church, we saw people who were older than us, people who had titles, and we just immediately said, they're a spiritual authority. I have to do what they say. Mm. But what we forget is that we can be honoring and honest in the kingdom of God. Honoring meaning I'm going to honor my elders. I'm going to honor the leaders that are over me, but I'm also going to be honest when things are happening that are not okay. I'm going to go to people. I'm going to use HR if a church has an HR or an organization has one. I'm going to utilize structures that have been put into place with oversights and and bosses and go and say, this is not okay. So I can be honoring and honest at the same time without being dishonoring and causing division within the body. And I think when we don't feel heard, that's where we get gossip and we start getting um, a lot of the things that we see in the local church now of churches dividing and all of that because somebody has an abusive leader, there's no safe place to be honest. Mm. And then we either lose them altogether or they go into panic mode. Um, And we see three responses to church abuse and church hurt. We see fight where people will fight. We see the flee, the people who will just run away, the flight. And then we see fawning where abuse victims and hurt victims start to fawn all over their abuser, just trying to stay in position and and try to earn some sort of respect that is not even biblically correct, try to earn from them. And so you can see how a, a church environment can quickly become toxic if we don't have healthy leaders in position. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org. Thank you.